is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hello, I'm Bran, and I love Christmas movies. I guess whenever. <laughs> soy Alonso, y me encantan las películas de Navidad. Y esto... What, did he it say it all? I don't know, man. You're the best I that can. was some deer in the headlights, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know. I, Am I having a stroke? Is he having a stroke? Did I, like, turn off the translate thing in my mind? <laughs> wow. You clicked on the wrong Netflix. I clicked on the wrong thing. Those. I'm like, <laughs> where are the subtitles? Well, how do I find this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I kept, I didn't, like... I, I know you did, but I didn't hear you say your name. I, kept... <laughs> I did, but it's, it's, no, no, it's, it's Alonso in Spanish. So, you know, it sounds different. Oh, Alonso. No. <laughs> Give it to me one more time. Alonso. Alonso. Yes. Nailed it. That was on the guys. That's quick. You too can yeah. learn Spanish too yeah. with Babbel. <laughs> Duolingo with brand. That's exactly right. <laughs> a Duolipa? Is that what you say? <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Whole other thing. Don't we don't, we don't need to get we'll levitate <laughs> there later. Um how you doing, buddy? I'm doing excellent. Boy oh uh, boy, is it is it May? Can it be? It's can, shocking. Can you smell it in the air? The smell of <laughs> rain and flowers? April well, no, it's April showers. They bring April my flowers. Showers, yeah. So the showers are gone. And yes, now, now from calling. from henceforth, it's just flowers. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, you know, May is my birthday month, so that's always exciting. Happy birthday. And thanks. We're not there yet. Oh. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not one of those people that takes the whole month. That's no, knock it off. Uh, and then, uh, but, you know, with the thing, people have this assumption that summertime in Los Angeles starts at like Memorial Day and it doesn't really kick in until about August. Uh, May and June are sort of famously overcast here. So um, you can get some days that are kind of windy and bleh and you can always spot the tourists because they just are in like tube tops and shorts thinking, yeah, California sunshine. Like, "Mm, no, that, that, that comes later. That comes later. (laughs) Yeah. How's it, how's it all with you, sir? Just hot and awful. I hate it. Mm. Does it get muggy in yeah, that Greenville? Gets uh, heck of muddy, muggy. And mm. um, the bad part also is like April showers bring May flowers. It's kind of true. But like the pollen has already been out and running for a month oh, yeah. now. And so it, it's, only, it's not going to get better. It's uh, this is uh, May. The showers are from your eyes and nose. I think May is it's just a sad month all around you know <laughs> well you look it did, it's getting hot it's getting I hot prize christmas in july it's 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 i know july is great i i'm gonna go on record and uh, say that i think may is my least favorite month of the year wow okay because it's, it's may oh <laughs> <laughs> you may lovers out there <laughs> Get out of here. Go kick rocks. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. A couple of weeks ago, um, 
on the Brainwave Jam Plus Facebook group, Deck the Hallmark. Yes. Um, there was um, a, a panda posted a picture of him uh, in his mime gear. Uh, do you remember this? Yes, yes, I do. Um, that, did you have you ever mimed? <laughs> I took a mime class in seventh grade <laughs> to get out of PE. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I, I can I can do the box. I can walk against the wind. I yeah, trust me. I, I can't believe that Alonzo would try to get out of PE with mime <laughs> class. This shocking, is the shocking right? development of the year that no one saw coming. <laughs> Well, you can believe that I want to get out of PE class. You can't believe that. Were I there no other options? That was it. That was the only option. So I was like, all right, I'll take it. If given the option between dodgeball and being hit by a fake ball. Exactly. I'll go with the fake yeah. ball any day of the week. <laughs> Man, that is, that's a treat. But yeah. did you get, did you have any garb that you had? Like, did you get gloves? That was it. That, that was miming 102. I can't remember. I'm sure we must have. I can't remember if we got gloves, but we did put on the white face makeup, which I joked that, you know, like for, 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 for about 80% of Panda's group, that's, you know, would be literally gilding the lily. So, you know, but yeah, we had to like go the full, and I'll tell you, nothing makes your teeth look worse than having a very white face. Oh, you realize how, how not a white as they thought you were, they are. How far <laughs> into the year, the class uh, did it take before they busted out the makeup? It wasn't immediate. It was. Yeah, you we got to learn the basics it. first. You got to get. You got to yeah. box yourself in before <laughs> before you exactly. can put before you can put on the makeup. Uh, well, all the more reason to join Bramble Jam Plus. Um, <laughs> yeah, these are the gems you're missing. You're missing that great, great picture. And um, <laughs> if you're lucky, Alonzo will post a tutorial on miming. Later. <laughs> oh, would that I knew everything I've forgotten about miming. Uh, let me tell you. Well. <laughs> I think what I'm going to get you for your birthday is like a mime masterclass for you. Oh God, no! I, it's that is part of my past. I, I I decided that like making my living from words was a much better. No, I'm going to get you a, a mime um, class that it, that specializes in '90s contemporary Christian music because that's <laughs> the only that's the only way to mime. Only if Panda and I can do it together. Gosh, I, mean, I would go off to, go I would pay so much money for that. <laughs> That's worth all access right there. Lunch with ourselves, DC. Don't talk. (laughs) Listen, lunch with the boys. Not worth. Not worth the money. And I'm the first to say it. But that right there is worth every penny. Um, all right let's get to the christmas movie shall we yes uh what do you got for me this week you seemed very excited about this and you seemed like it was somewhat related in a sense to polar express it is somewhat related to polar express it is also related to my spanish language intro this week this is a mexican kids movie from 1959 called santa claus now first of all i know you're panicking it is, there is an English dub. We can watch the English dub and talk about the English dub, so you don't have to read this one. Um, this movie became very well known to a lot of folks in this country uh, when it was featured on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Can I watch um, the Mystery Science version? 
No, you can Dang watch it. it after we're done. Right, but uh, no, you got to see the real movie first. Uh, but if you grew up in the Southwest, particularly in the 60s and 70s, it was a very popular kitty matinee around the holidays. And if you grew up uh, in Mexico or again in the Southwest or other places in the U.S. with Spanish language TV stations, it is something of a staple of holiday television. So you might be familiar with the film from that. But for me, I was first introduced to it for Mystery Science Theater. And at first I thought, oh, God, this is ridiculous. This is nuts. But I've seen it enough times now where I kind of think it's brilliant <laughs> because it's so weird. But it's really, I don't know. I, you'll see for yourself. But basically it is about Santa Claus who lives in a castle in the clouds and the reindeer are wind-up toys. And uh, he works with Merlin. Is that, and is that is, Satan? <laughs> Uh, and I was sorry. I was, I was I'm looking and trying to see where I could stream it, and I was and very he, taken aback. And Santa battles the devil, um, specifically a demon named Pitch, whom Satan sends to Earth to foil Santa's, uh, uh, you know, kind delivery of gifts on Christmas. This movie is Baha Honkers, and it is great. And I'm very excited to hear what you have to think about it. Now I'm seeing that it's available uh, for free on Roku channel and. Tubi. Do you Tubi, know if those yes. are the dubbed versions? Uh, those, yeah, those are the dubbed versions because the other ones you'll notice say subs, like Fandor ah. has subtitled. Uh, I I have it on Blu-ray, uh, so you could the way God on, intended it. Absolutely. So you could, if you want to go to your library and find a physical media, that's also an option. But for for the purposes of this discussion, and because I might have a subtitled film for you later, we're going to go with the dub on this one. I'm going to cut you some slack. I am so excited for this movie. It's gonna be great. There's nothing like there's nothing that I love more than a like a a good bad movie. And and this is like again, I, I sort of over the years have gone from this is a good bad movie to this is kind of brilliant. But All right. you know, I'll be interested to 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 see where we go right. in this. I discussion. can't wait. I can't wait. Um if you want to watch, the link is in the description of the episode, so you can pause, go watch it, and then join us. Um yes. you know, if you didn't do that already from last week. And um we'll and be you're right welcome. That's right. That's exactly right. And we'll be right back and we'll talk about Santa Claus nineteen fifty nine, Santa fighting the devil. Yes. What what more do you want? Here on Deck the Hallmark. We're back, everybody. Uh, just returned from my viewing of the 1959 Santa Claus. And we're ready to talk about it. Uh, but before we do, Alonzo, would you mind yes. giving us a synopsis for the people out there that, oh. that didn't find it, track it down, and watch it? Sure. Uh Santa Claus, which uh, opened sometime, I think, in, in the United States in 1960, but won the Best Family Film Award at the 1959 San Francisco International Film Festival, went a little something like this. Santa Claus, he lives in a castle in the clouds above the earth in space. And his reindeer are wind-up toys. Why? Because budget. Um, does he have elves? No, he has children from around the world. Are they actual children? Are they immortals that look like children? We don't know. 
it's the big it's the big night, and Santa is ready for his trip around the world with the help of his good friend Merlin, who has given him a flower that makes him disappear, a powder that makes uh, barking dogs fall asleep, and a key that will open any door that was forged by the Roman god Vulcan. Because of course. Um, Santa's got one night to cover the entire earth, but uh, mainly we see him in Mexico. Uh, there's a young impoverished girl named Lupita who really wants a doll. Um, and there are some mean kids who are getting up to mischief. Complicating everything is the fact that Satan wants to bring down Santa Claus's uh, uh, mission. And so he sends the devil Pitch to earth to cause mischief. Will Pitch manage to get Santa arrested and keep him from uh, fulfilling his promises? Will Pitch turn Lupita evil? Find out for yourself in Santa Claus. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about Santa Claus, 1959. Uh, an yeah. award-winning, an award-winning film. Award-winning film. That's uh, right. Let's break it down. Uh, Alonzo, you've seen it before, and you mentioned that you have grown to love this movie and think that it's brilliant or genius or whatever the word was that you used. I'd like to do you to expound on this uh, thought process that you have. Sure. So like a lot of people, my first exposure to Santa Claus was on Mystery Science Theater 3000, and I thought, whoa, this movie is bananas. And in fact, I even included it in my chapter on like the worst Christmas movies uh, in my book, Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas. But here's the thing, repeated exposure to this film, and Bran, you will find yourself wanting to see it again. You may not believe that now, but you will. Um, I kind of think it's it's genuinely weird and wonderful. Like it is, it, it, it falls almost into the surrealist category in terms of just its complete divorce from, from reality as we know it. But there's a consistency, at least, to the weirdness of this movie. And it's super imaginative and, and kind of puts a spin on the Santa legend as we know it and the way that, you know, the mechanics of how, you know, the toy delivery on Christmas works. And it's just, you know, and like the guy playing pitch is this, you know, he was a dancer. So he's like got this really great sort of physicality to him and like wild kind of slapstick comedy. I don't know. It's a, it's bonkers, but I kind of love it now. And uh, maybe the movie just broke me. Maybe this is Stockholm syndrome talking, but uh, I think it's pretty rad. Uh, how did your first viewing? Well, go, can sir? I just tell you, how did you go from seeing it to wanting to watching it time and time again, to get to that point? Well, I, you know, I'd seen the MST episode several times. Which I need to and watch. Then, oh, you should, for sure. And then uh, the uh, there was a theater in Los Angeles that actually screened the movie itself. Like, they found a 16-millimeter print of it. So that wow. was the first time I got to see it uncut. And so, like, like the Vulcan stuff isn't in the Mystery Science Theater version. There's a few other things that, that aren't quite in there. Like, I think there's a whole big devil dance number at the beginning of the movie that yep. I don't know if that made it in. There is that. Um, um, and, and then a few years ago, somebody put a Blu-ray out because, like, this movie does have a cult following, like, outside of MST. Like I said, for a lot of kids, like, if you grew up in Mexico or even if you grew up in the southwestern United States, like, this is a movie that would pop up on TV at Christmas time. It would get – it would show in, like, the kitty matinee movie circuit. Um so yeah, I just I just have seen it a bunch now, and I'm you know I'm 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 Team Santa Claus. What can I tell you? Um, so this movie is insane. 
Like what a what a ride. <laughs> I I am not a frequent. I, I should just say I'm not a drug user. Um, <laughs> but if I were, this would go straight to the top because I imagine it's freaking awesome. This, this I, I haven't been down that road, but you're giving me ideas now. This movie <laughs> is insane. I that's the only thing. The dance numbers alone are enough oh, for sure. The, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The the nightmare dolls are like. <laughs> but this is what I found. I found myself being captivated by the set pieces in this mm-hmm. movie, namely the 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 I don't know binoculars, whatever it is that allows well, him to uh, see. <laughs> it's an actual eyeball on the yeah, end of it. Let's paint a word picture. Yeah. Like, okay. how does Sam so, keep track of good and naughty children? There's a big eye on like an extended thing that looks down at the earth. There's um, there's a there's a mouth built into the wall yeah. of his like laboratory when he overhears children talking. Right, but that talking. mouth is connected to another like a, it's an uh, an oh, ear on that's an on a fan, right? yes. Yeah. The lips are terrifying. <laughs> It's terrifying, but it was, I'm fascinated by these set pieces. Like how they got there is, (laughs) I would just love to, I would just like, how did you get to being like, you know what? I do think we need to build these. And I think it's important. I don't know. And I, another question is how did we get to the devil? How, how, how did this story come about? You know, I, I think that this is, you know, when you're talking about like a, a very strongly Catholic country like Mexico, I mean, just uh, my parents are from Spain, so I'm, I, I can't say for sure. But I think that when you incorporate Santa into this very, you know, to a, a very religious country's sort of take on Christmas, like you'll know one of the very first things you see Santa do is set up the creche. Yep. It's, it's set up the nativity scene at the North Pole. He's like talking so to it. So we're clear, like whose holiday this really he is, does a little you know. shout out to baby jesus at one point yeah. like to, to start off uh, christmas eve <laughs> exactly you know lest we be lest there be any confusion and then yeah so that the the devil clearly like sees santa as a as a big impediment and that and, and if he wants to take christmas down he's got to start with the with the big man i was saying the north pole not even the north pole he's in a castle on the clouds um so yeah so so you get you get this whole thing of say and, and this actually this movie was actually released at, at certain times as just santa versus the devil yes um if which, you sure, i think if you out. look it up on roku it's that oh, so funny. it's it's different on on tubi it's santa claus and then on uh-huh. uh, roku it's santa claus versus the devil which is hilarious uh yeah i think uh, just a very weird movie just in general i like i just my mind was just racing like with how did they come up with this like just different things that were happening but the set pieces are truly like like just like weird like art (laughs) it is like these are like the the lip thing with computer is something that i would feel like i would see in some weird obscure new york art show that i would walk (laughs) through and just be like and it's moving and you're like what (laughs) 
or or Pee Wee's Playhouse, right? Or like Pee Wee's Playhouse. That's yeah. that that same level of like weirdness, but also mechanical, you know. Um, but yeah, they're like there's a, also missing from the Mystery Science Theater. Lupita has this nightmare sequence that Pitch blows into her head, where like the doll, she almost steals a doll, but then she doesn't, and then she imagines all these like life size dolls coming after her and telling her that that she should steal them, and she's like, no, I want to be good, and it's just like it's it's genuinely unnerving. Yeah, it's very unnerving. The whole thing. <laughs> is really unnerving uh but i i was very fascinated by the whole thing uh i'm not to the point to where i think that it is uh like genius or brilliant or good uh but Check it is with me in 10 years it, it, it was definitely an experience and one that i did quite enjoy um, oh, and I'm glad, I'm glad you got to have that experience. And, it, you know, like Santa becomes a waiter at one point and brings a rich kid's parents a cocktail of remembrance. So they'll know <laughs> to go home and pay attention to their child whom they ignore. I found this Santa to be very creepy and I found the children to be even creepier. <laughs> Except Lupita. She's adorable. Adorable, yes. But the children at the North Pole at the beginning where they're oh, singing yeah. their languages and they're doing this weird... Uh, very, yeah, very this 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 lengthy thing, and then and and some really unfortunate like ethnic and racial stereotyping. I'll just put that out there for anybody seeing this movie for the first time. This is the kind of thing that if you were to see it on Disney Plus, it would have that warning at the beginning <laughs> about outdated cultural representations. Yeah, for sure. Oh boy, yeah, what a what a treat. Uh, and then there's like one scene where a kid like he wakes a kid up and the kid like hugs him and he's like, I love you. And he's like, I love yes. you. And, and he's goes, hugging Santa's, he's hugging Santa's boot. Moment, that yeah. whole thing's weird. It's all weird, but it's all weird. It's all weird. It's just a weird <laughs> thing. But I did have fun. So uh, there you go. I'm just watching it. I The, the thing that I, I like, I wish I, I should have kept a tally of how many times I thought to myself, how did this come to be like just little individual <laughs> things like how did we get to this point is yeah, the, the the this is directed by uh renee cardona who is best known for making like i don't know if you've ever seen any of the sort of lucha libre movies of the 60s like yeah. you know his most famous one is, is a movie called wrestling women versus the aztec mummy but basically <laughs> he would do these movies where like these wrestlers were also like super scientists and superheroes and they would battle like demonic forces or mummies or you know whatever kind of things and it was a whole genre of movies and they're crazy and then he also makes this santa claus film um he has a lot of um, battle movies where good things are fighting bad things this seems. is true santa versus the devil but in know? a literal sense like not it's uh <laughs> not in the ring yeah no. um and then uh, yeah and then this this american producer named k gordon murray bought it and he does he does the the english language narration and okay. and again just played it played it played it like for years and years uh and even like if you get the blu-ray you see like they're, they even made these sort of like short films using some of the like santa's workshop sequences and stuff and sort of pulling them out and, and doing other stuff with them like he was very resourceful as a as a low budget um you know indie producer would be but uh yeah no this movie is is bonkers and you'll really enjoy the mystery science theater version now that oh, you've I'm seen sure. it my, unadulterated. my experience with mystery science is relatively small. I haven't done a lot of them, mm -hmm. but I think, you know, but this is definitely up at the top of the list now, though. It's <laughs> For sure. be. I, but I will like the again, going back to the set pieces, but even like the town, like the background and he was in the, and the uh, pitch was on the roof and he's moving the, moving the chimney. Like all those things were like really 
like neat. They were they were yeah. just kind of cool. Like, yeah, the, the when the when the kid, you know, the I love Santa, I love you Santa kid, when he, when he has that dream and it's like the giant boxes and it's yeah. his parents, you know, yeah. like that. It's just strange but strange. fascinating and unforgettable like you you will things will remind you of this movie for a very long time or it'll just you'll you'll, you'll just randomly like oh, yeah I, I saw a movie where that happened that, that i have no doubt uh let's do christmas spirit mm. alonzo where do you Ooh. put it uh, yeah real high look if you if you don't if you aren't like up to here with jingle bells by the end of this movie. Believe me, you, you weren't paying attention because it's like the constant background music. Um, I mean, it is set entirely on Christmas. It is the story is all about Christmas. Um, you know, you get a lot of festive uh, decoration, and, you know, big tree at the rich kid's house and stuff. So um, I'm willing to go nine on this one. Yeah, I it uh, it starts high and then weirdness takes over. You know, it's like <laughs> you want to, you want to stay in the Christmas spirit, but then you get find yourself being pulled out of it by oh, I don't know the devil. So hey, who says there's no room for weird at Christmas? Come absolutely, on, absolutely. But there is no room for devil. I I, I I think the devil knocks it down a good bit. Uh, so it's like a seven for me. Six 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 and a half seven. Okay, uh, that's an eight average for us. There you go. Go. it's not not too bad that. yeah i mean if you can if you can find if you can if uh, keep your christmas spirit with the devil attacking you then all all the power to you personally well and really isn't that are we all doing that amen commercialism <laughs> we're looking at you let's um compare it let's give a recommendation oh gosh uh, I mean, this might be the one where I say, like, Santa Claus conquers the Martians, just yeah. in terms of just utter oddness and and grafting of Santa onto a whole other genre, almost, or that it feels like. Like, this is a this is a Lucha movie with Santa, and that's a sci-fi movie with Santa, you know. Um, so, and, and also, there's a Mystery Science Theater episode of it. So, yeah, I, I would say watch, 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 you know, you should see Santa Claus unadulterated. You really can just watch either the, the Mystery Science Theater or the Rift Tracks or the cinematic Titanic version of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, where no jokes overlap because that movie is nutty enough to like to be riffed three times. I haven't have I watch. haven't seen it. You don't have to watch the full thing necessarily. You're not yeah. missing that. I've seen sure. a clip or two, but I haven't uh, got what is cinematic Titanic? Cinematic Titanic was uh, okay. So, so there was, you know, when when Mr. Science Theater started, Joel Hodgson created it, and it was the original cast that right. did it. And then years later, after Joel left, Mike Nelson took over as the main guy doing it. And actually, Mike is the one who does the the Santa Claus Mystery Science Theater episode. Joel does the Martians. But anyway, um, after Mystery Science Theater ended, Mike and a couple of the later cast members started Rift Tracks, and then Joel got together with a lot of the original people like Frank Conniff and Mary Jo Peel and Trace Beaulieu and J. Elvis Weinstein, and they started Cinematic Titanic. Fascinating. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, there's a whole lineage here. It sounds like they're all on great terms. <laughs> hey, more, than, more than not, I think there might be you a think couple. So, really? Of, there, yeah, from what I know, there might be a couple of testy uh, relationships in there, but for the most part, I think they're all. They're it, all. It, it, to me, it sounds like somebody like Dan leaving Deck the Homework in a couple of years, like starting a <laughs> podcast that's like reviewing up TV. It's like, hey, we get what you're doing here, pal. 
Uh, look, I will. I will remain Switzerland and do both shows. As you should, my now. friend. I mean, I'll do both shows. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Who am I kidding? Uh, if you're looking for a bad Christmas movie, look no further than Christmas in Carolina. I'll recommend Ooh. it any any time I can. And uh, now is the time that I can. And come to Bramble oh. Fest, we'll all watch it together in uh, oh, the way yeah. that God intended. <laughs> I'm wait. I'm so excited to watch that movie again. <laughs> We all have to get. We have to get the sweatshirts. You know, you, just like you had a different. You had a different experience. I watched it with that movie's meant to be watched with your pals. I think you yeah. will thoroughly enjoy it. it. I suffered through it alone, but if I, I will only watch it again if I can watch it in the in the, in the loving arms of Bramblefest. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, all right, I'm ready to uh, tell the okay. world what we're watching next week. I'm going to continue to make Alonzo suffer. I feel like we've gone long enough. We'll be watching the 2000 super mega hit. Ron Howard's The Grinch. Boom. Okay. We're ready to go. Uh, everybody's going to go watch. It's going to be great. And then we'll come back next week and uh, I'll, I'll tell you because um, that's what we do. I don't know. Don't, don't ask exactly. me. It's what we do. Uh, until then, maybe we the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast Network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.